Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm a sad Game of Thrones fan. <laughs> no matter what platform you're listening to us on, well, I'm also a sad Game of Thrones fan, by the way. Welcome to episode 43. In this episode, we're going to talk about, in Matt's words, Sony bending the knee to Microsoft. Microsoft announcing a surprising but potentially revolutionary game that you have to hear about. E3 rumors start to heat up. We talk about potential casting for the next Batman. And of course, we just drown our sorrows in the Game of Thrones finale. And also, Arnold Schwarzenegger got dropkicked. <laughs> If you guys can't tell, <laughs> we always have like a false start every episode. Well, we made it past that this time. So, we've got a lot of big news and rumors to discuss this week because, believe it or not, E3 is so close, which is. It doesn't seem mind blowing. Mind blowing. It seems like we started this podcast, like, I guess that's probably why. So well, it, like, it just seemed like right after like, E3. Now we're there again. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um, I had a hard time deciding what to talk about first this week. Because there's a lot of stuff. But I guess we'll start with... You called it Sony bending the knee to Microsoft. Sony bent I don't know if I'd take it that far. but um, So Sony has signed an agreement with Microsoft to work on their... I guess it's pronounced Azure. Or I don't know if it's Azure or Azure or whatever. I think it's Azure. Azure High? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But basically it's um, Microsoft's like servers and cloud and tech and everything for streaming AI gaming and content creation and really the big deal with this was you know we know Microsoft has xCloud Google has Stadia I think Amazon has something too right I don't know what theirs is called uh, Amazon has AWS oh yeah Amazon Web Services which is the biggest yeah um, so then you know Sony had been talking to everybody and you know pretty much everybody Assume well, Microsoft. They're not going to go with Microsoft. It's their biggest competitor, competitor for yeah. PlayStation. Uh, yeah, and they blew everybody away and said, "No, we're actually signing with Microsoft." And it just came out today that the the entire PlayStation division was totally unaware that this was even being discussed. So yeah. they they found out when they announced, and they were like worried about like PlayStation. They like they immediately like freaked <laughs> because they thought that this meant like was Microsoft buying us? What's yeah, happening? yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, now here we are. What do you what do you think? Um, yeah, I don't know what to think. I, it is it's very curious as to why they chose Microsoft over Google or Amazon, especially Amazon. I think. See, I heard that Azure is actually bigger than Amazon now. I don't think they're that big yet. That's what that's what I. Heard. I mean, the field. I mean, they're they're gaining. They're yeah. gaining for sure. But, or that maybe it's the best. Maybe that's what yeah. I heard. But it's best tech-wise. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the whole reason that, you know, Sony looks at it and they figure, you know, if Microsoft has a great platform here, yeah. like a great system that, yeah. that turns out to be better than than Amazon or Google, yeah. then Sony will also have access to it. So yeah. it'll, it'll negate it. That's what I heard. Um, well... 
you're thinking of it from that perspective. The, the other pers- the other perspective, it's the same thing, but from a more positive. It's like if we're both po- pooling our gaming resources into this one platform, this one platform is going to be much better, and we're all we're both going to benefit. Yeah. And I've heard that Nintendo is has been knocking on the door as well, saying we want in. So this could create like one big. This is almost like the the old gaming contenders getting together to fight off the new ones. Like Google, yeah. get out of here! Well, like, that's, you're not that's another thing that I'm wondering if maybe maybe it's sort of like it's better the devils that you know, yeah, yeah, than the ones that you don't. So that maybe they just figure, well, you know, we like the status quo, so let's let's team up, let's you know, let's Keep push those guys other out. guys out, yeah. and then we'll just go back to business as usual. I think it's a big win for Microsoft, just from the perspective. I don't say big. I shouldn't say big. Well, I think it's a big win because people, some people are like, well, why would they give PlayStation their technology? But when you think about it, so PlayStation's going to get some streaming technology one way or another. Would you rather have them on your own? Exactly. And get their business? Exactly. Because they're going to get a ton of business from it's this. money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or like, would you rather have their money going to your competitor? Google? Right. Exactly. You it know? just makes so much sense. Like yeah. So strengthening the them and their competitors so much another over one. like you know where it was like 10, 20 years yeah. ago. It's uh, there's just so many doors opening that like would have been, you know, nobody ever would have guessed. Yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. Now it'll be real interesting to see what Nintendo does. Um, I could see Nintendo going, you know, anywhere, especially yeah. Microsoft. They seem to have a real chummy relationship. But it is funny now, looking back at the way Phil Spencer was. Oh, you know, we're, we don't really do console wars. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter where you play. You know, we're all buds here. It's just funny looking at it now. It just makes you wonder: Was he angling to to get these signatures the whole time? Or? I think it was smart. Yeah, I, mean, I think he was definitely playing the long game. Oh yeah, and just he's been a stroke of brilliance. For I mean, he oh, really yeah, has. absolutely. I mean, like. There's still been like failures on like the first party gaming front and stuff, I think. But as far as a business model, he totally like looked at it and said, "We're thinking way too small here. We gotta, you know, think of this as like we're saying like a platform, not like a just a console, but like a whole digital yeah. infrastructure." Yeah. Like Windows, basically. Yeah. So while we're talking about Microsoft and Phil Spencer. Minecraft's 10th anniversary was this week, and they held a big, big uh, Minecraft event. So first of all, 176 million copies of Minecraft has been sold. Just Mind pretty, blowing. Yeah. I was going to say, we're talking about like Red Dead Redemption being a huge success when it hit like 20 yeah. million, and Minecraft's at 176 million. But the bigger news, this Minecraft Earth game, I don't think anybody is... I haven't heard anybody really blowing this up as like the massive potential that this game has. To me, this is like this is the most brilliant game, and I say this as somebody who really doesn't care about Minecraft, really don't not into mobile gaming. This is genius because I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Okay, so imagine Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. But you're walking around in the world. Other people can build stuff, and you'll see it. When you're oh somebody built oh, okay. here yeah and what you could go meet up with people build stuff together okay that is it's a persistent online that is genius it is, it is because like you think of what the 
like what draws so many people to MMOs? It's a persistent online world. You know, it's like a digital world that they can use as an escape. Yeah. This is like taking all the like the social aspects of gaming that are so hot right now, and it's putting it back out in the real world. It's yeah. like go outside, like game. Yeah. It's genius. It's brilliant. It really is. I mean that. I mean, just imagine sitting somewhere, you know, and and being bored, and then all of a sudden you can just pull this out your phone, like, and it's a great is, way to break the ice with somebody. Well, not only that, but this is like, like think of like the artistic aspects of this. Like somebody, you're gonna be able to walk around and see like, it's like digital graffiti. Yes, and, and like, but but, <laughs> but in a much more yeah, you can do really. Um, cre- I do wonder because I, you know, you know how. You have mentioned several times, well, give it to a kid and you'll see what people really do. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because I mentioned this to a kid and the first thing he mentioned was the first thing I'm going to do is draw, uh, build a giant, guess what's going to come <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth next. Yeah, and I, I do wonder guess. if they're going to have to have some sort of like policing oh, sure. because well, you could draw like real, you know, swastikas, you oh, know, like, yeah, like, yeah. like you said graffiti, yeah. you can get bad with it they're gonna have to program it with some type of ai that can recognize or it'll be phallic what's been built right yeah yeah but just everywhere you go to the white house you pull it out oh yeah imagine just imagine (laughs) you don't like you don't like your your neighbor you know oh (laughs) look at your house now but yeah to me it's just i don't think anybody I haven't seen anybody because, like you said, most people look at this like, "Oh, this is Minecraft." They honestly, game, whatever. Honestly, I'm amazed. No one had this idea. It's brilliant. Sooner. It's genius. I, I mean, it is. You know, there's been so many Minecraft. Clones. It's free to play. How, yeah. How has no one gone? Oh well, what if we do Minecraft, but it's like AR, and you can stick it out in the real world and see. Other, yeah. You know, that's just absolutely incredible. Now I'm curious, how will that work? You'll be able to see anybody's work? I don't know. There may be some limitations on it. I don't know what... Like, if you go to a real popular place like the White House... I mean, and there's, like, thousands of yeah. people building it. What are you going to see? Like, how is that going to work? I, I'm I really know. curious to see I how this I don't know. play out. Is, I, will they give you, like, a random selection? Maybe your friends? Um, uh, there's no way it could be just your friends because it would be so minor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there's probably a filter that you could... But, but like, it prioritize your friend's work. Yeah, there's got to be maybe, maybe like some filter where, like, you can, like, filter out anybody except your friends. But now, or, I'm, now I'm really curious. If this game does blow up, I wonder if it could affect tourism. Because, like, if somebody builds, like, something truly amazing... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you, like you could literally people, construct, like, like a... A statue, like yeah. like something like that, is a sight to a see. A great wonder of the yes. world. Yes, or you get something terrible, but yeah, it's just genius. It's to me. I mean, even if this kind, con- like, let's say this come out and it isn't quite, you know, up to par, it, it'll get there. Like yeah. whether it be the tenth game that tries this or whatever, it's just genius. But now you, I mean, you really got to think about things like Hololens and and yeah. you know. Google Glass, whatever the next iteration. Yeah, there will be another. Did you see? There's a new Google Glass just got announced today. See, uh, no, I didn't. But I I told you, I told you there would be another iteration, and I hadn't seen that. Um, You know, and obviously Apple's working on one, and I'm sure everybody and their brothers working on one. And 
when you hear about this game, yeah, you know, just imagine what the future, like yeah. five, ten years from now, what, what, what I mean. we're going to have is going to be just. I, what I love about this the most, not only is it just, it's brilliant from a game perspective, but just that it's literally putting people back out into the world to do it. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's taking like what. You know, people always say about gamers, you know, nerds that sit in their basement, and it totally flips it on its head. Exactly. And it's like, nope, we're out there building yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're going to be the people outside. Yeah, no. like that's just... Getting vitamin D. I love it. I love it. When e, I heard this, whatever. You know, like, I really wanted to put this as the biggest news of the week, because I was like... Yeah. I, mean, I don't think people understand, the, like, the magnitude of this, because not only is it just this one game, but this is opening a giant... What's the calm? You know, it's truly exciting. Like, Pokemon Go, yeah. for me, I knew that was going to be, like, the start of something. And uh, now I'm just... It's and, awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is why I said that I, I think mixed reality is going to be much, much bigger than oh, I totally virtual agree. reality. Because totally people, people want to be able to move in the real world yeah. and then still see stuff. Yeah, that's just sitting in your house with a headset. Yeah. So here's a... I don't even know what to call it. So we've been talking literally probably since the first episode. The rumors of a new Splinter Cell. There was the the Walmart leak last year before E3. Every other game came true except that one. Well, a bunch of Ubisoft's directors and execs got together for this big meeting. And um, one of them tweeted a picture with him and a bunch of other directors. They were all drinking wine said that they're working on the next Splinter Cell, just wait till E3, blah, 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 blah. Well, then he deleted it, and then he said, now I'm in trouble, blah, 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 blah. So now they all claim that they're just, they were just drunk and trolling and that no Splinter Cell is in development. And what do you think? I think if you had to say, is this, is this guy, like, what is this? Wouldn't the story be funnier if he was just trolling and there is no Splinter Well, that's so what he's saying. And <laughs> yeah, but would it be funnier? Because everybody... Is. I believe him. Everybody's like, no, 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 you know, he's just trying to cover for himself. So it'll be even funnier if he if he's telling the truth about lying. <laughs> and then, you know, there is I no believe Splinter him. Cell. I, I think it is a lie. I, I don't believe You it. think it's true? I, I, think, I think it'll happen. I hope it does, but... But it'll be a lot funnier to me if, if, it, if, if it, it is, is a lie. He was just kidding. What a dumb way to troll people, though. Like, that's not something you want to, like... <laughs> I don't know. Like, get all the fans excited, and then let's purposely let them yeah, down. Yeah, let them down. Yeah. Well, I mean, that could be the reason why he's in trouble, I guess. Yeah, it could be. I guess we'll find out. So here's news that I'm interested in, but I'm not sure if it's big yet or not. So there's always, always been this, like, PC conference at E3, and it's really never lived up to the hype. It's always just been, like... Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty disappointing. I, I tried watching it like in the very first year, and I yeah. was just like, "Oh, I can't do this." Well, Epic is sponsoring it this year, and I kind of wonder if Epic's gonna like hijack the whole thing because they are swinging so hard. They right are. Now. They, they are they like are. they have come. They're playing to win. But I gotta tell you, I, looking through that, um, you know, they just had their Epic Store yeah. sale. I really wasn't impressed. Yeah, I looked through. I don't know the first day or whenever and I wasn't impressed I mean I like the idea of ten dollar yeah ten percent off or ten dollars off ten bucks off ten dollars that's right and uh, I like that but the games they had on the front page like none of them were like something that I needed to buy yeah like could have got Metro yeah I saw that and I thought about it but I did actually I bought that game Hades and I'm really liking it I got yeah. it for ten bucks instead of twenty I think their big point with it 
they keep driving this the, the developer point home. That's what they are trying to push is because it was all, not only is, are all games ten dollars easy to remember, so it's yeah. easy to entice people with. Because Steam sales are so big, yeah. you know, like everything is like a different percentage off, and it's like, but they they really were pointing out that hey, the ten dollars is on us. It's not coming out of the developer. Even when you bought the game, it says right right underneath it, you received ten dollars off courtesy of Epic Games. Well, it's, it's pretty clear that their strategy right now is to try and drive a wedge between the developers. Yeah, right. The developers. And, That's really what this wholesale was and about. And Steam. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, a lot of people think, well, you gotta get you gotta get the customers away, but their approach seems to be we're gonna try and win the developers first. Well, if they the get the games away, away, then the customers gotta yeah, go. Exactly. So. Um, interesting strategy, one that's strangely not tried too often. I guess you got to have tons of money to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think they'll make something out of this conference? Maybe. I think they, if they're going, see, I think they've been going go big or go home lately. Yeah. So I feel like if they're sponsoring it, they're going to um, announce something I just sort themselves. Of, I sort of expect it to be, um, you know, just more, more of, you know, large third-party games. Yeah. That's all I'm really expecting. But you're right. They've been going big. And they got word quite a long time ago that Sony wasn't going to be there. Yeah. And, you know, Nintendo's not there. So, with that... There's room for a that new player. Hole, yeah, exactly. Like, this... If there was ever a time to I steal think, E3 and I be like, we're PC... Epic is trying to become literally the face of PC gaming. Yeah. Well, I mean, Steam Steam was that yeah. for the longest time. But Epic's and now trying Epic is real trying hard to take it away. And um, if they could really make this conference like a big deal, you know, over the course of two, three years, and they keep stealing developers away, and it'll be interesting when we're doing yeah. episode 143 of this podcast. Yeah. See if we're still, you know, where we're at with this Epic versus Valve duel. There's still a lot of cards to be played. It's funny that the console war, like we're literally talking about Sony and Microsoft aligning, yeah, and potentially Nintendo. Yeah, and like the the console war, quote unquote, is coming on PC between Valve and yeah. Epic. It is kind of interesting, isn't it? How the console wars seem to be dying off or tapering. The, yeah, like yeah. you know, it's it's not as hotly contested yeah. like it used to be. They're kind of all just like, do what you guys do, what you do. But we'll the, do what all we of a sudden, the PC where there sort of was the one console Homogeny. future, yeah. yeah, has suddenly just burst and yeah, flames yeah. and, uh, and it was seemingly war. overnight yeah like Epic was just like here we are yeah. like we're breaking this launcher and I wonder maybe it's because PC is king in China and Tencent I get the feeling oh, like Tencent is sort of behind yeah. all this um well, why didn't you just make a console? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know this make reminds, a you know what this reminds me of? You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. The birds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll probably not get an actual ending. It'll just end. Um, all right. So Kotaku broke out a big report on the next Call of Duty this week. We've talked extensively about how they really should change their business model. Activision's in a weird spot. They've got nothing but Call of Duty. They are in a very awkward position. So, and this... You know, this will either turn out to be a stroke of genius or who knows, but... So, they, they've been on this cycle where they go Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer, Treyarch. You know, you get... Uh, those. That's their three-year rotation of yeah, Call of yeah. Duty games. 
Well, they've moved Sledgehammer off of the 2020 Call of Duty. So this year's Modern Warfare 4. Sledgehammer was reportedly doing a Vietnam-based Call of Duty. They've moved them off of that. They've given the game to Treyarch, who just made this year's game, Black Ops 4. And uh, they're also going, supposedly considering a free-to-play business model. Which is interesting because... You know, as much as we bash them for it, yeah, that franchise prints money with the current yeah. business model. So to go free to play, could you imagine quite... them being on stage and being like, "Okay, here's the new Call of Duty game," and then at the end of the trailer, like it says, you know, and it's free to download yeah. today or whatever. You know, I yeah. mean, people would lose their minds. I just, I, I, I'm, I am a little surprised. I, I feel like they have to. So they they basically got three different Call of Duty franchises going. I think they should make at least one of them, and probably the one with Battle Royale, which is Black Ops, free to play, yeah. because they can't. Because that was the big question: like, are they going to do Battle Royale in Modern Warfare Four? Are they going to do a new Battle Royale every year? You know, like, just take one, make it free to play, so the player base can stay with it. They yeah. don't they don't have to keep buying a new game. It'd be interesting to see the impact that would have on the other... Right, and then that's the other question. Are they going to cannibalize themselves? Yeah, I, I would think they would. Especially if, you know, if it still has the, the regular multiplayer. Yeah. Or do you just mean the... the um, do you just mean the Battle the Royale portion? Or do you the mean rumor is the whole the game, entire game. The next game is rumored free-to-play. But there's yeah. nothing that says the next game will have... X or Y feature. I mean, who yeah. knows what it is. Treyarch is the one that made the Battle Royale, so I'm assuming that, you know, Black Ops 5 will have a Battle Royale. I'm expecting Modern Warfare 4, which comes out this year, to not have one. It's kind of interesting that we are in an era where some really dominant names have... Fallen? Yeah, they're, they're looking really weak all of a sudden, like Madden. Nobody really seems to Care about People Madden. still buy it. There's nobody talks about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not the force it once was. Um, well, think about this gen in general. You've got the downfall of Konami. Yeah. Potentially that I don't know. You know, Valve hasn't. They've tripped. Let's call it that. They haven't. That they're not. They haven't been cast down, but they've yeah. definitely been tripped. Up. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, Activision they, they've and had EA very are both in very directions. strange spots. Uh, this whole Star Wars franchise is in the toilet. The Game of Thrones yeah. is in the toilet. Yeah. I mean, like, all these, like, stars are, like... Yeah. Halo is needing a reboot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, Halo couldn't go... You, you couldn't make Halo 6 like you did Halo 5. Well, they could, but it wouldn't yeah, be go, it wouldn't it would be go very, well. very, very bad. Um, you know, Bungie... Even Bungie is in a bit of a precarious position. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they're in a strong position, but it's odd. Well, they printed money with Destiny. They, they yeah, made a but billion I, I dollars. felt like Destiny, Destiny, two was sort of like Halo two in that it did well, and there were aspects that were probably well, good about it. But, Halo two was the biggest game of all time. Whatever. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it sort of damaged the franchise at the same time. It reinvigorated itself with this last expansion. I think they'll be fine. I, and I think most people know that Activision was a huge part of the part, problem. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, if they put out another one and it doesn't live up to the hype, yeah, I think they're DOA. Yeah, so it's just very interesting right now where, where we are. And, it, you know, like, 
Final Fantasy or Gran yeah, Turismo. Yeah, nothing those, those names yeah. mean, like, nothing. Yeah. So. It is weird. And, it's just, and I guess it's natural because some of these things have been around or been prominent for... You know, we're old. Like, yeah. Decades. <laughs> you know, like, Halo came out when we were in high school. Yeah. And uh, we're not in high school anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, it... You really got to applaud Nintendo for keeping their franchise relevant. Well, they kind of had three consoles in a row that were... Yeah, that's true. But they had the 64... But their franchise the, still pretty relevant. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. And that's really impressive for Pokemon. Well, I, I think... Nintendo, it's the same damn game. I think the thing year. that Nintendo did by accident is that because their franchises have... As long as there are kids, there's an appeal to Nintendo franchises. Yeah, that's true. And adults can still get into them. That's true. But as long as there are kids, you know, there's always going to be kids that like Pokemon. Yeah. Whereas, like, Halo, there's not a lot of kids getting into Halo. It's well, it's had to follow. You want to know that sometimes on Xbox well, Live. Yeah. But you know what I mean. I, I think the longevity, the appeal of a franchise like Pokemon is much broader than the appeal of Halo. Yeah, that's true. But, so, this is... Hot off the presses today. The number one Fortnite pro player and streamer. His name's Tifu, which is a stupid name, I think. But he filed a lawsuit against FaZe, which is pretty much the number one esports organization who he is signed with. There's all these horror stories in esports and in streaming about... Like, everybody, everybody always wants to join an organization because they feel like they've made it once they do. You know, like they're a pro or something. But there's all these predatory contracts out there. Like, you just end up giving, like, everything to them in exchange for clout, basically. And so he's filed a lawsuit against the number one professional esports organization that he is a part of. Yeah. Saying that they're taking 80% of his revenues. 80 80%. Can you believe that? He calls it an oppressive contract. He said he's basically forced to live in their team house. In there, he was, you know, peer pressured to drink alcohol and do stupid things and gamble and blah, 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 blah. On one hand, because I know there's so many, like, these contracts that are garbage. Yeah. Like, I think people should be more aware of it. Yeah. But at the same time, if you sign the contract, you sign the contract. Exactly. And that's what I think people need to be aware of is like just because you get offered something doesn't mean you should take it yeah yeah you know I don't know everything about yeah and I don't know where the truth lies I don't know uh, yeah the truth the, the full details or all of business law but from what you said there if, it, if that is the case it sounds very shaky and you know yeah. very unlikely but on the other hand you know when you put something in front of a judge you know you're sort you of never rolling, know. You're rolling the dice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, at worst, his situation is going to remain the same. Yeah. But at best, you well, know, the judge might say, okay, you can't do I, this. You can't I don't do know this. if it is because, you know, like I saw a lot of his teammates today, like tweeting like nonstop and like people fighting on Twitter and like he's drawn drama. And, you know, you never know with these things anymore because we live in such a weird world. He may be trying to like escalate himself beyond this group possible. by drawing attention to himself yeah or this may blow up in his face he might get kicked off the team yeah he might just be one of those types of people that just 
you know, stir controversy that, well, wherever that, they go. That is the strategy. Like they need these conflict. Days. That is the strategy. And it, it's uh, any I mean, because we're talking about him, I'd never heard of his name before, and yeah. now, now I have. Well, I so. I really follow this stuff, so yeah, yeah, I have. So um, now I have heard about him. So I mean, it's working, right? If that, if that is his and strategy, you know, you know who his girlfriend is? No, an Instagram model. Oh, okay. like a, a really prominent one. Oh, really? Who does stuff for attention? And yeah. I just, or maybe she's a YouTuber. But either way, and yeah. she's very controversial. And I, I just feel like all this. I feel like he's, you know, maybe he has been. Maybe the financial part there is something there. But if he signed the contract, he signed. The yeah, contract. that's what I'm thinking. Is they can, they can give you a contract where you sign and. Then you have to agree to live in a certain area. Or, yeah, if you don't or, think it's fair, you shouldn't have signed it. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Like I said, I don't know all business law and all that, so I don't know to what degree, you know, this yeah. this holds weight. But it sounds really flimsy from the outside, yeah. especially if he's blaming like his gambling habits on him. That, that's, yeah, well, that's that what, is the flimsiest that's, argument. See, that's heard. what I'm. All the this professional gaming stuff, like people need to be so careful when they get into it because. What do you think is going to happen when you move into, you know, a house that's full of, you know, high testosterone young males? Yeah. Like, it, it, let's use some common sense. You know what I mean? Like, yep, there's going to be parties. There's going to be, you know, like yeah. all that stuff. It's going to be like a frat. Yeah. And what do frats do? Lots of stupid stuff. Yep. And yeah, during the day, maybe you're all playing games and streaming and you're all really good, but... The business side is like the Wild West right now. And just people who are getting into it have to be like, just really hire a lawyer. You know, hire a manager, you know, to just do something. It'll shake itself out. Yeah. So time for the, some rumors. We got a lot of good ones this week. A lot of good ones. So Microsoft has invited the maker of these Conco, Conco, Conquer and Banjo statues to E3. And for some reason... They're coming to Microsoft's uh, E3 press conference. So people who make Conquer and Banjo stuff are coming. We're specifically invited to come. Do you think that this means there's a new Conquer or Banjo game coming? Um, yes, and I think it'll be Project Spark 2. <laughs> if Phil wants to be booed off stage, yeah. that'd be a Can great way to do if it. He does that? It'd be awesome if he, if he announces Project Spark 2. That would Conquer and Banjo... And like the crowd starts to boo, and then like behind him, like you know, like Banjo punches through the screen or something, and he's like, "No, it's actually Banjo 3. You know, like I don't see Phil as much of a troll. No, you want to do that, but that would be so awesome. Do, if you had to think a new kind, I mean, kind of it was kind of like what Nintendo did when they announced uh, yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's just a character in yeah. in uh, you know Super Smash Brothers, and everybody like, freaked out, and then then the game says, "Oh wait, but we have more." So that would be kind of cool if they did that, but there's no way they're bringing back Project Sparks. So if you had to pick it, one or the other, which one do you think is more likely? Banjo. You think so? I think so. Everybody else is putting their money on Conquer. I mean, there's definitely a chance. The thing about Conquer is it was so. But for it me, was, it was so. It was like pop culture spoof. Yeah. Which nowadays, with all the memes and stuff, you could definitely make it. There's tons of material out there, but I wonder, just with like political yeah, correctness. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that angle. But for for me, you know, Microsoft has the mature 
yeah, yeah. category. Yeah. You know, wrapped up. They don't need more mature games. They need more games like Banjo. Yeah. So. And everybody's been saying, you know, everybody basically knows that Nintendo has been talking to them about Azure. You know, Microsoft brought uh, Cuphead to Switch. So everybody's saying, well, if there's a new Banjo on the way, then Banjo's definitely coming to Smash. You know, so the timing would be right for all of these things. So Capcom says that they want a sequel to DMC, which of course set the internet on fire because basically everybody on the internet hates DMC. (laughs) They said that they actually planned for a sequel, but they'd only do it with Ninja Theory. Do you? I I got this feeling. You know what this sounds like to me? Like I'll let you you say your. This is something that. I would definitely see if there was actual if Capcom wanted really wanted to do it. Yeah. I think that Microsoft would say, "Okay, yeah, let's do it." See, now this sounds to me like and there's a bird out there and it's just been staring at me this whole time. <laughs> the birds. Um This sounds like to me like they're trying to bait Microsoft into paying for a new Devil May yeah. Cry game. Like you think about it, Devil May Cry 5 was you know, closely affiliated with Xbox. Yeah. And now they're now they're right on the heels of that. They're oh, we wanted to do another DMC. Yeah. But we'll only do it with your studio. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So obviously it would be an exclusive. Yeah. If it's an exclusive, you know, it just sounds like they're coming to pop up Microsoft, who's now a trillion dollar company. Yeah. Like, hey, you got money, like I feel like let's this make game, a game was so hated that they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um this game was so I get that people didn't like the look and like it was kind of edgy. Like I don't, I get that. This was a good game. Like yeah, I, you know what's funny is, I know a lot of people, or I saw a lot of people online that did yeah. like it and yeah. would argue like, no, I like the that. gameplay's it's, it's good. good. Yeah, you know it's under it's underrated. Um, I could have done without the, the you know Edge Lord Dante thing. Yeah, but, but I didn't care because it was a good game. I mean, which Dante really annoys you more? But that's what I mean. He's not like it's I, not a I, character. I find normal Dante pretty annoying. So. <laughs> it's not a character that I really felt like they like. Yeah. They took it in a more edgy direction, yeah, but they touchdown. didn't like they didn't betray the the like you know the essence of the character. This wasn't taking Master Chief and yeah, you know, giving him a pink mohawk and a nose ring. Touchdown! And, you know, that's all I can hear is touchdown, <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, he's always been a yeah tongue-in-cheek kind of character. Yeah. So Valve just filed a trademark for Dota Underlords, and everybody thinks it's got to be a new game. What would it be? Um, it's their new card game to replace. <laughs> That's what everybody... Artifact. Everybody kept joking about. I wonder what... How, uh, this is probably their VR game. That's my... Maybe <laughs> some... Maybe some... Underlords as opposed to Overlords. I, I th- when I heard Underlords, inter- I thought of like fantasy. Dungeon Crawler. That was my instant yeah. thought. That bird is still out there, still staring at me. Oh, he just turned. He's lucky away. He's still there though. He's, he's incognito now. I haven't seen one of those things in I don't know yeah. how many years. Those jumping. Since at least yeah, at least twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's probably more. Probably Put that on eBay. It'll probably fetch a thousand yeah. dollars for it. Did I ever tell you how much my copy of Ikaruga for GameCube went for? No. It was like over $100. Jeez. Jeez. This one, there's not a whole lot to talk about. It's just, it's rumored that EA is going to add Anthem to EA Access very soon. 
And they've sold 3.7 million copies of this disaster of a game. Probably not selling many more if uh, if they're looking at adding it to EA Access. Yeah, yeah. Well, they add everything to EA Access after a certain period of time. But I think they're adding it to this early. Yeah. Hoping to reinvigorate it, I suppose. But I think Bioware's got to do some work to, if they want to reinvigorate it. Here's another. Talk about freaking teases and stuff this week. Twitter is like the place to be. GameStop tweeted about... I was like, would you really love to see a new Dino Crisis at E3? And then deleted it within like 15 minutes. Like almost instantly. Yeah. Do you think that they... Because GameStop's infamous for like uploading things to their website and then having to delete it. Yeah, but they're no Walmart. Well... When it comes to E3. Well, Walmart did it once. Yeah. That, but they gave away, like, every game that year. Besides Splinter Cell. Besides Splinter Cell, which was uh, kind of interesting, especially since we get another tease this E3. So Capcom said they're working on, I believe, three new games on the RE engine. Three unannounced games. Do it'd you be, think we could actually see Dino Crisis? It would be good for them to, to add in Dino Crisis to the rotation, only because... So they don't wear out Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say is that Resident Evil Story has... The same issue that I feel like Forza and and Microsoft's Big Three has, where you know it's like every year it's like, oh, okay, new Resident Evil, okay, yeah, you know, another Resident Evil, and this one's not even in the main line. This is Resident Evil Revelations, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. So to add in Dino Crisis, that would take some pressure off of. I think it would Resident be great. Evil. I mean, like, because we've had RE Seven, we had RE Two, we pretty much know they're remaking RE Three. We know they're making an Resident Evil 8. Like, I hope that they give Resident Evil 8 some yeah. time. Like, we got a new Dino Crisis. You know, God help us, there might be a Revelations 3. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a lot of Resident Evil. Yeah. And it would, so it would be nice to have Dino Crisis just for yeah. to, to switch. Well, and up. it was great. Like, it was up until 3, it was a great yeah. franchise. And, you know, they, they remade, uh, or not remade, they re-released Onimusha this year, so maybe yeah. they'll mix that in there. Could we get a new They've Onimusha? got a treasure trove of franchises. Don't just stick to Resident Evil. You know, I really liked, back in the day, Onimusha, I loved that it was, like, cinematic. I never played it. I loved that it was cinematic in its, in its look, rather than actually being cinematic. Yeah. Like, usually when you would say cinematic, like, it would be watching a movie, cut essentially. Scenes. Yeah, cutscenes, where you weren't no, actually playing. But Onimusha would actually make the gameplay cinematic, yeah. which is, you know, rarely done. The only other game to do that, really, was the original Resident Evil. Yeah. So um, so we mentioned the new Google Glass coming under tech stuff. Uh, Elon Musk said that Tesla will be out of money in 10 months unless hardcore changes are made to the company. You're the car guy, so what do you make of that? Pretty scary. He actually it? sent a memo to the employees. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about this. That's pretty scary, and um, it'd be very sad if they went under because to come out with from nothing. I mean, when he started, he had this little crappy sports car. It was it was crap, and to go from that to being a major threat to all the established um, car companies of the world and. The uh, the Tesla charging stations, those are like their secret weapon. Yeah. And they're they're worldwide. And, you know, to, to be able to do all that from literally just about nothing, like just that little crappy car, like they are working so hard. I'd be so heartbroken. Like I know a lot of people don't like Elon Musk, but the people there do work yeah. really, really hard. 
And they've accomplished so much that like a lot of people were like, there's no way you can do this. And see, though, so that, it would, that, it would I, suck I see, see him, him as that type of CEO, though. Because he, he basically is the type of, we're like, we're not going to have any limits. We're going to go big. And yeah. I feel like at some point, that mindset bleeds the well dry. Because you start doing these impossible things. And it's yeah. amazing. Like, no, we're not going to follow this budget. We're going to do bigger than you've ever seen. And, well, eventually, though, like, you, you spend and you spend and you spend. And then you are, his name's all over the place. Yeah. And now, I mean, well, I mean it has worked. But does it have like a a cap on it at some yeah, point? Yeah, I'm amazed. Is, is it not, it's not sustainable. It'll be a real interesting if. I mean, what if they did go? I out didn't of business? mean sustainable to, in a. Yeah. In a, what if they did go out of business? It'd be real interesting to see what would happen then. Would would somebody swoop in and buy the company? You would think, because it's still got a hell of a brand. Yeah. Recognition. Um, Time will tell. It I think they'll, like, I think they'll manage something. Yeah, I think they'll. It'll be a combination of spending cuts and you know some new investment, like Saudi Arabia will yeah. step in and yeah. hand them That's a ton of money or something. All right, market mode. So tons of Ubisoft numbers this week. Rainbow Six Siege has made one point two billion dollars, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey sales are up over the last game. Far Cry 5 is the best-selling Ubisoft game of the generation. So, just those alone. You think about how successful Ubisoft has been this generation. You know, other than Sony, when you think about it, I don't know if there's another publisher out there that has been as successful as them. They've really been killing it. I mean, Capcom Capcom has come alive. Capcom did well. But not not to this degree. But most of Capcom's games are one and done. I feel like there's been no company better than Ubisoft this generation in establishing new business models that work for their games. They're they're sustaining all their games. Yeah, like, this is our Rainbow Six game this year, or this generation. Yeah. This is, you know, they did the same thing for 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 Honor. Division got a sequel, but you know whatever. Um, so you know they just they've done a great job, I think, on the the business model yeah. side. Um, you look at Rainbow Six Siege, one point one two billion off of one game. Yeah, that's incredible. And I wish they would stop making Assassin's Creed games, but well, apparently though they're I know, doing they, better than ever. They just keep selling better yeah. and better, and it drives me nuts. But. And I, I, when I heard that Far Cry 5 was their best-selling game, I was like, that can't be right. Really? I, yeah. Jeez. I was like, that can't be right, but apparently so. They did I also... I do kind of want to play that. I haven't played it yet, but I do kind of want to play it. Yeah, I thought it looked interesting. I, I never... I've never played any of the Far Cries except for maybe 10, ten minutes of 2. I think I played the original. Yeah. And that, yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe I played it over at your house. Um, but other than that... I've never really been like a Far Cry fan, but yeah. I thought five, five, just the setting, oh, like, all of, everything about five just sort of intrigues. I played Blood Dragon, and that was really good. Yeah, uh, and I I like that like self-contained short experience concept. Well, um, the issue for me with Far Cry was that it came out like at the same time as Crisis. Well, Crytek did Far Cry. Yeah, and then they made Crisis. Yeah. Well, whatever. So I was always like, oh, you know, I got to go see Crisis. And yeah. Far Cry was just sort of like an afterthought. Yeah. But ironically, Far Cry has lived on and Crisis is dead. Dead. 
So they also announced. Remember that Skull and Bones pirate game they yeah. announced? That's been delayed. But they said they have three unannounced games to release this fiscal year. So, uh, Splinter Cell? Splinter Cell. <laughs> uh, what else would be in there? They probably have some stupid Rabbits game in there. Yep. Um, do you think they have another Nintendo game? Well, the Rabbits kind of, I consider those yeah. to be kind of be a Nintendo game. But maybe, do you That's think. unannounced. But do you think maybe they have a. Do you think they would pair them with the Rabbits again, or would it just be a. A straight Nintendo game. I don't know. I think they would pair them with the Rabbids. Though. Yeah, but it'd be, you know, I'd be curious to see what what would they do now. Yeah, like Nintendo has so many games, oh, like yeah. so many genres covered. Yeah, it's hard to find like, okay, well, what are we gonna do? Like, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you can't do like an Olympics what do you game need? or because they even have that covered. Yeah, so. I don't know what they would do. So speaking of changes in direction, Konami just had their most profitable year oh, ever, gosh. which is so sad because the worst time they killed off all their video game developers. The worst timeline, yeah. And now they're gonna be like, oh, and we, see, we that, were right. This scares me though for AAA video game development because when you hear stuff like that, yeah, and you hear about you know the crunch and like you know, how hard it is to turn a profit. Well, here's a company who just said, well, screw it, we're not gonna make games anymore. And they had their most profitable year. So I, I, I really worry about that. I mean, you talk about banning loot boxes on top of it. Yeah. You know? Uh, so Sony just today launched a new division that they're going to use to turn their game franchises into movies and shows. And interestingly enough, they, they're, not, they're not trusting Sony Pictures to do this. They Are launched a whole me? new division. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, the, well, we all know Sony Pictures is pretty much crap. Oh, my God. Yeah, but can you imagine like being in the company, especially in the Pictures division, and hearing, oh, yeah, they're, they're launching. I have always got the impression from Sony that their divisions do not work together. No. Always. Y- yeah. They don't talk to each other. They don't. They're, they're the type of company They all do their own thing. If they just split up, they'd probably be better off. Yeah. Because yeah. They, like, they have zero synergy. synergy. Yeah. That's um, totally true. And if this is true, that is truly mind-boggling. And, it, and, you know, to some extent, some of those divisions... Like, everybody says the Sony phones are outstanding phones, but they don't they don't sell. Yeah. I mean, and they do a lot of things really well that... Well, the cameras are excellent. Right, that. right. You know, if you if you want to make a good camera, you gotta have the newest Sony lens. Yeah, you know, I feel like there has been a bit of a Sony um, renaissance in the last couple of years. Not in Sony Pictures, but but not in Sony Pictures, <laughs> no. Especially since they did the Venom movie, and now they're gonna probably steal Spider-Man away, and you know, well, and so that just seems like it's the perfect disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> you know, like they'll they'll pull Spider-Man out, which will kick everybody off. And then they'll put them in some terrible, terrible movie. Terrible yeah. movie. And well, no, what will happen is he will pop, start popping up in every terrible movie. Yeah, he will hold just every. It'll be it'll be so much. Because remember, Sony had like eight Spider-Man universe movies planned. They had like Sinister Six. They yeah. had like everything under the sun. Like a Black Cat. Yeah, movie. everything they possibly. They, they, they even had a standalone Aunt May movie, didn't they? I have no idea. Something really stupid. Uncle and Ben. And I was like, what? Something Who wants to see They that? probably would hire uh, Dan and Dave from Game of Thrones oh to write God. a few of these. So time for some funny business. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is funny. Maybe it's not. Did you see Arnold getting drop kicked in Africa? Absolutely. What? Ha- what? 
What was with this? Like, why did this guy do this? I don't do know. This? Did they ever figure out why <laughs> this guy did it? <laughs> I have not heard anything about why he did it. But you know it. what the really incredible thing is? Is Arnold is either 71 or 72. Yeah, he's a 71-year-old man. 71. And he got drop kicked, double, like, not, literally. Not hurt at all. Literally running Full start. Full sprint. Running start, both feet, into his back when he wasn't even expecting it. And it didn't even no. drop him. He, he said that... He thought somebody bumped he into him. He tweeted later that he thought somebody in the crowd bumped into him, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, 70. 70. Like, there was the same day. Steroids. Do that the same day, there was a story about, like, a 70-year-old man being pushed off a bus and he died. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's terrible. But, you know, like, that's... By comparison. That's, yeah, exactly. That's... That is what you expect a 70-year-old man to be. Yeah, not right. being able to take a double-footed drop kick at running speed and not even go down. Like, that is just mind-boggling that, like, a human being can be like that. He's he's just incredible. Um, what is not incredible is his acting these days, but um, <laughs> time for some Godspeed stories. And there's some good ones in there that might not end up being Godspeed. So the WWE 2K developer, Ukes, is starting a new wrestling IP. And all I could think of about this were like the classic wrestling games that yeah. were out, like Attitude, Warzone. Yeah. I think you like the WCW ones. Yeah. Oh, man. Those are I don't remember games. what they were called. I, I can't play wrestling games today only because like, I love the old wrestling yes, games. Yes, they're I, great. I love the controls, yes. too. Like, I can't figure out the controls. I remember, remember my, you know, I always talk about how I never liked fighters. I never had into fighters. Yeah. In those WWF games, I had all their finishing moves memorized. Yeah. Left, right, left, right, X. You know, like, I had all the... I knew them all. Yeah. And, um... The, those old wrestling I games I spent so much so game time much playing those. So, they they got asked, you know, why are you starting another... You're, they literally are the only wrestling developer. Nobody yeah, yeah. Else. Well, I mean, there's that Fire Pro Wrestling, but... Oh. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. But they basically said, we have no competition. We don't like that. So we're literally making a game to compete against ourselves. To try to... Well, to try to make themselves, like, innovate. Because otherwise, they're just... So are they going to have two separate teams? That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think so. That'd be kind of cool. So basically, you know, they'll come out with a new game. Well, then they'll need to catch up with their new game with a WWF game. Not a, I like it. I like it. But it would be... It seems it's like, better than just being lazy. Can you imagine Vince McMahon, though, being like, oh, you're you're making a wrestling game. Like, you know, he wants to control all Well, they're not owned by, the, by WWE, though. They're, yeah, they're but still, developer. like, they have the contract. And then, like, here, oh, by the way, we're making our own wrestling game. Like, well, it would be of, like if the Madden developers were also like, oh, we're going to make a different Well, one. I kind of assume this is going to have, like, some sort of twist on it. It's not going to be, like, professional wrestling. It's going to be, like... I don't know, like you said, Fire Pro. Something like yeah. anime style. Yeah, or like something. Maybe they'll do like Rumble Roses. Yeah, I don't they'll know. do Rumble Roses. Something tongue-in-cheek, not yeah. professional wrestling. But wrestling at its core. Yeah. So WoW Classic is launching August 27th. And I've heard so many people going back to this game. And I just find it incredible. This game's 15 years old. And yeah. everybody is flocking to it again. And they're like, it's... It's still magic. Like, yeah. this original After version. After all these years. Well, it's funny because... It's people, literally left its mark on you. People are leaving, like, the new version to go play the old version. Because they're like, the old version is just so good. And it's just incredible. And I think it's a pretty cool story, too, that, you know, here's a game that has lasted 15 years and now it's being, like, totally reborn all over again. Yep. Just pretty cool. 
Your favorite game of packs, Void Bastards, oh. is being released in just a couple weeks. Are you going to get it? You know what's funny is I was, I was watching a... Um, you actually didn't like this, right? No, I hated this game. <laughs> but, well, uh, you know, that's not fair. I don't want to be unfair to the developers. Trying to play this this game yeah. in, in an environment like PAX yeah. is just such an unfair ask because it's just, you cannot play a game See, like this at, at uh, PAX. I want to skip ahead here because I got the exact same point to make. Remember when I said I played that new game from Double Fine called Rad? Yeah. And I'm a huge Double Fine fan and I'm like, I didn't really like it, blah, blah, blah. Well, they announced the release date for that as well this week. It's August 20th. And I'm sitting there reading the article. And uh, Rad is a is a permadeath roguelike game. Yeah, you can't experience that at PAX. At PAX, it just seems like a adventure game. So I played it. I died. My demo was over. I didn't know that there's a like a carryover mechanic, like Dark Souls. You know, trying to power up your character. So you yeah, start yeah. over, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. How was I supposed to know? Yeah. So that changes exactly. everything. Exactly. Like, and this game, Void Bastard. There was there was like a lot of reading yeah. involved, and the it's issue like a Bioshock yeah the issue with that is that you have a line of people behind you and yeah. they, they tell you they they tell you Hurry like, up. yeah like you got X number of minutes please don't yeah please don't sit here longer than that yeah so of course you're trying to just zoom through it and get to the actual yeah. gameplay portion right. and so I had no idea what the hell was yeah. happening. So it's not fair for me. I think you should play it. I think you should get it. But, you know, I was watching an E3 um, preview. Yeah. They mentioned Floyd Bastards being there. And I was like... You know, I'm pretty sure... I think I'm getting videos recommended to me based on what you watch and vice versa. Yeah. Because you and I watched the exact same E3 video. Yeah. And there's no way that both of us, like, subscribe to his channel or whatever. Could be. I mean, they would know. Google would know that we were linked because of the... uh, the God Mode account. Yeah, so yeah. They, it's very possible that they are. It, I, it boggles my mind. So. so this game, I'm telling you, this game's gonna be big. It's called Rocket Arena. It got announced by Nexon. The developers are it's a team of 343 developers that left. So this is a 3v3 first person shooter in cars. Character, but no character based. <laughs> so like hero based. Every every gun though. Is a rocket launcher. Oh, okay. But get, here's the thing: there's no death. It's like a, almost like a Super Smash Brothers setup, where you have to knock your opponents out of the ring, and that's how you score. You you're never out, so you get knocked out, and yeah. you're out for like ten seconds or something, and then you come back. It's free to play. It looks really good. There's a beta that's cool, launched. Yeah. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna make a splash. It's. It has all the markings. It has like a very like Overwatch Fortnite look to it. Very fast. The combat, you can tell everybody's flying all over the place. There's, there's rocket jumping and rocket, like rocketing yourself off of walls. Yeah. It's going to be good, I can tell. The Walking Dead Onslaught VR got announced. So, yeah, another Walking Dead game. But the big thing in this one, you actually get to play as Rick Grimes. Because oh. you've never had a game where you get to play as Rick. So. Yeah. Which, how they're going to do that, I don't know. Yeah, it's first VR. person yeah. VR. But, whatever. It's coming out this fall. There's a new Pokemon game out for mobile out of nowhere. It is not the one that we mentioned last week. I don't even know what this is. It's Pokemon Rumble Rush. Uh, apparently you battle like Pokemon toys. Yeah. Well, that's kind of and, it, and the reason is because they were worried that kids wouldn't like actual Pokemon fighting. What? Which was like the center <laughs> of the <laughs> franchise. What? Yeah. 
Have we? Ha, has society really come to this? I, I, I don't. This totally confuses me. Like what this game is. What was that other mobile Pokemon game? Do you remember, like the the Lego looking one? I think that's this one. It's a sequel to that. Oh God. It's called Rumble Rush. No, this looks slightly different. Rumble Rush. The new one looks different. What you're yeah. thinking of? Yeah. I don't know what you're. Oh, I don't know. Of. Maybe. Maybe it is sort of the same style. Yeah, that's a weird style. Yeah. Anyway. So Fortnite has added a John Wick, an actual John Wick skin, to coincide with the movie. They also added a John Wick mode, which I have no idea what that is. But there's also a new purple Xbox One S bundle incoming with the Dark Vortex Fortnite skin. I will say I saw John Wick 3 uh, the other day. It's pretty good. Have you seen those movies? Um, I started watching one, but I shut it off. Uh, let me say this. Spoilers for John Wick 3. The action's incredible. Yeah. But by the end of the third one, I was really feeling like, what more could they possibly do with this? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. exhausted with it's it. Sorry, it's going to go... And they clearly down. have more. And, yeah, it's, it's starting so. to approach the... I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain because it's still good entertainment, but I'm just like... Do you think this is going to What go, more types of fights can he really yeah. do? You and do you know, think like, this is going to go like Fast and Furious where it just gets absolutely ridiculous? It's just, you know, like... I don't know. I don't want to get back on Fast and Furious. It's terrible. To go from the first movie to where they are now, it's, it's like That's such what, a... I, sa- I was sitting in the theater and I literally said that. I said it to Christmas <laughs> with me. And I said, how did we go from drag racing to saving the world yeah. in the same franchise? Yeah, it's so embarrassing. No idea. There's been a huge Red Dead Online update. It's out of beta now. They added a ton of new content, including like poker, new story missions and stuff. So if Red Dead Online is your thing, that's good for you. If Red Dead Online is your thing, I'm very sorry for you. You should you should venture out to other video games more. The Overwatch anniversary event is starting uh, tomorrow. Three years of Overwatch. Pretty crazy. Doesn't seem that long. Wow. Now it's time for the spotlight. What do you got? Oh, you always start with me. Let's see, this week I played more Mortal Kombat. Oh. What else I play? Oh, I played a ton of Punch-Out. Um, On a Switch? Switch. The original yeah. Punch-Out. Yeah, the original okay. Punch-Out, which is by far my favorite. Oh, I, yeah. You know, it's Super Punch-Out was good, too. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say that. Like, to me, it was never even close. It was always... I thought it was good, but the Punch-Out. original is untouchable. Yeah. I mean, it's not Mike Tyson's punch out, of course. It's it's the. Did you hear he got upset about that? Really? Yeah. He heard that they were releasing, they like re released Punch Out. Yeah. And he got really upset because he heard that they were making a new one. Yeah. And that he wasn't involved in it. So he tweeted, like, you can't make this without me, and blah, blah, blah. And he found out it was just a. Yeah. So if you want to skip much further ahead in that game, the code for it is. In Punch Out? Yeah, yeah. 032. 730. Where's that take? 8442. Where's that take? It takes you to the second fight against the. Uh, what is his name? Piston Honda or Honda Piston? I, I, I never made the it through. The Asian that. guy. I never made it through. Yeah, I am stuck on. Um, I just beat Soda Popinski. I or think whatever that's how. That's as far as I ever made it. And I made it all the way up to Sandman, which is. I may have seen him before. Which was who Mike Tyson was. Yeah. And they call him Sandman now. Yeah. 
But I was never able to beat him. He was so hard. You know, I... I remember, right now, I'm only up to, like, I just beat I Sarah I remember Puffins sweating here. so hard every time I made it to a new... Yeah, I know. Game, I was like, it was oh absolutely intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, knocking out Soto Popinski last night after so many tries to beat him. You know, like, it was... Same take, rush as, like, I, I 30 years back. ago. Warzone and Attitude are great fighting games. Punch-Out is the greatest. Punch-Out is the greatest. And, uh... You know, it's funny because I've, I've mastered some of the fights that used to give me really, yeah. really hard times. Now I'm just like, wow, that was that was really, was really that easy. Well, yeah, what, yeah. Was, what was wrong with me back then? Well, you were six years old, yeah. first of all. It, you know, but it is, it's really incredible for me to revisit these games over the course of my life. Yeah. And it sort of serves as like a, a benchmark. Yeah. Um, to, to my, my own growth and yeah. understanding of yeah. things. Because... Like, I remember playing this game at, like, all different ages. And yeah. now, like I say, some some fights that used to really give me a hard time. Like it's obvious. I, yeah, like, it's so obvious, so easy. It's just interesting to think back at how hard it was for yeah. me before and now. It's just so easy. Still can't beat it, though. <laughs> Anything else besides go watch the birds? Oh... Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I really did have something else, but I, every time you ask me, I, like my mind just goes blank. You can always come back. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I got two things. First one's Hades. This is Super Giant's new game. I got it on the Epic Game Store. So they made, what, Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. All three of them are really big hits. Hades is really good. You play as one of the sons of Hades, and you're trying to escape the underworld to go join the other gods in Olympus and it's a uh, it's it has like a Diablo style but it is um it has like a Dark Souls it's roguelike like you die really easily and but every time you die you get to carry over certain things to try to power up your character and uh yeah it's really good every playthrough that you do is different because of that because the different powers you get it's all random and stuff and I know I, I know I text you like I'm thinking about getting it, but I, I'll probably never play it, you know. So I bought it, and I'm glad I actually started it because after I had died a few times, like I was like, yeah, I gotta give it another run. I gotta give it another run. So check it out. If, if the Epic Game Store sale is still going on, it's only ten bucks, so good price. And the only other thing I want to say is uh, check out the Theta Network on Sliver.tv. So you know, I'm really into streaming and stuff. And I really think this is going to be... I've mentioned it a few times. It's it's going to be big. It's You literally earn cryptocurrency just for watching streams on, on the Theta Network, on Sliver.tv. And so, like, the cryptocurrency crowd has started to come into this platform and check it out. They're, yeah, like, watching see. game streams because they're into crypto. And uh, just I, I feel like that level of... Like, you're incentivizing people to be on your platform... Um, I'm a streamer on there. Um, I just feel like it's got a lot of potential. Yeah, especially sounds, depending on cryptos. That does actually sound really brilliant. Future. So, <clears throat> like for me, like if I'm going to watch... Unless I want to watch a specific streamer that's on Twitch or Mixer. If I just want to watch, I don't know, pick it, you know, Apex. Yeah. Well, I could go watch it there and earn crypto while I'm doing it. So why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know, it's... Um, oh, and I, you know, it's funny while you're talking. I remember the other thing I wanted to highlight this week is I went back and I looked I looked through the list of all the Xbox backwards compatible games oh yeah just incredible it is incredible the the 
amount of titles that are now backwards compatible. We don't have them all yet. There's yeah. still a few. That I feel I, like it's so close. There's, so. there's still just a few, and I, you know, I think I really think we're getting down there. Like yeah. it's not there yet. Like it yeah. might never. Yeah. Come. Well, uh, there's a point where like nobody wants to play this. Like, yeah. Nobody well, wants to I, play Deer Hunter. Yeah, but I think I think for a lot of the games, the issue resides in music licenses. I think that that's too. one of the biggest yeah. ones is the music licenses, and um, yeah, so. Do you remember yeah. when they re-released Halo 2? Do you remember the Halo 2 soundtrack had a bunch of licensed music? Oh, yeah. When they re-released it, they took all of it out. Yeah. For that specific yeah. reason. They changed it. Well, yeah. And, and a lot of people were upset because they're like, well, this wasn't the original song on this zone. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that song was terrible. So unless but, you're, unless whoever put it out is committed to making a switch to yeah. the game, even if it's just that minor, but most of them aren't because... Why you know unless yeah. you're unless you're Grand Theft Auto or whatever you know yeah you're only gonna get a very small amount of sales but you know the, the games that are there it or just Jet blew Saturday, me away you know? it blew me away because like I've been keeping up with it but even I was like wow like I can't believe some of these games are yeah. here go look through it buy some of these games that are cheap really now so yeah I just love the fact that they have literally preserved. This is the first time that a generation has been preserved like that and carried yeah. over. Because in the past, you know, you always had to, you sporadically, you would hope, well, if it was really good, it would get remastered and brought over, yeah. you know. And, and then you'd have to buy it again. Yeah, yeah. And I just love that basically you have literally have had a generation of gaming brought to the future. And I just love, brought to the current, I yeah. should say. And I just want to highlight one aspect, though, that's kind of funny is, there's two games that I've been waiting years and years to get backwards compatibility. And they just got backwards compatibility. And now I can't find what I did with either one of the games. And those are Ninja Gaiden 2 and uh, Splinter Cell. Was it Ninja, is it Ninja Gaiden 2 the terrible one? Or is it? No, 3 is a terrible oh, okay. one. Okay, okay. Two's, 2's pretty good. Um, and um, two, 2 had a lot of issues because like the 360 yeah. simply wasn't powerful enough. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it runs. I remember the original Ninja Gaiden looked incredible yeah. for its time. Yeah. Well, and I, I always forget that I own both versions. Yeah. Of like Sigma the, the original. Or yeah, Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Black. Oh, okay. Um, Which one was They're Sigma? really like the same exact game. What I don't was know Sigma? Sigma was the PS, the PlayStation version. Whenever it went to PlayStation, okay. it would get called Sigma. Okay. Don't know why. That was just how it was um, so yeah I can't find any, either one of those games so if you answer today's trivia question please write it down on a copy of Splinter Cell Conviction on a shiny uh, Spider-Man PS4 yeah send it in so some games releasing this week Team Sonic Racing woohoo Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered Observation Resident Evil Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 0 on Switch Everybody's Golf VR and Total War 3 Kingdoms <laughs> Of course, there's just a bevy of Resident Evil games everywhere. Going somewhere, yeah. yeah. So time for some what we call nerd stuff. This is basically TV, uh, movies, and comics in general. And then we're going to, of course, rant about Game of Thrones at the end. But we're going to try to keep this one short. Yeah. Um, so Zach Efron is rumored to be Adam Morlock. We assume in Guardians 3, because he was hinted at at the end of Guardians 2. Oh, yeah, 2. yeah. It'll, he'll definitely be there for. What do you make of that casting? Um, pretty good. I know nothing about Adam Warlock. Zero. Yeah, I don't really know too much about him. I know he's like one of the, like the top powered yeah. beings yeah. in all the Marvel universe, and that is why Thor 
has joined the team pretty much. Yeah. They needed like a really heavy hitter yeah. to take on Adam Warlock because nobody else on the Guardians is really yeah. powerful enough to, to go toe-to-toe. Well, what's his name? Peter is... The thing with... The weird thing I feel like about Peter Quinn as a character is they've taken him from like human bomb with two guns, basically. Yeah. But then at times he has wielded like godlike powers. Like in the second one with Ego, he's got all those powers. Yeah. He touched the... Are you saying he unlocks his god mode? Yeah, that is what I'm saying. But I think he loses those powers <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, second yeah. one, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he he has the ability to be more, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he'll, he'll always be just a guy with two pistols. I really feel like Kurt Russell doesn't get enough credit for his role there. As Ego? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah, unless he's got a power. When you think of like Marvel villains, that's not one yeah. you think. Of. Unless he has an Infinity Stone, he's he's nothing really. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this Adam Warlock, I really don't know much about him. Like I can't even explain his powers. I just know that he's really powerful, yeah. and he he does. Spoiler: He does eventually join the Guardians and yeah. this and that. Yeah. So. Um, I I Zach Efron's one of those guys who like he goes back and forth. Like one movie, I'm like cringing that he. You know, like Baywatch, like oh great, so stupid. And then the next movie, though, like he, he looks like he's got some serious acting chops. You know, yeah, so. yeah. You, you sort of wait for him to um, to take that next step, but he never really seems. Well, to. he's in that new. There's a new Netflix movie. I think it's about what uh, Ted Bundy. Oh yeah, and I heard sure. he's incredible yeah. on that. He plays a role. It's called just. It's just called like vile and disgusting or something. Yeah, and I heard he's really good. Yeah, so. So, a lot of times know. it takes I, I, those really weird roles to kind of like draw somebody out of their, you know, that movie's not going to be a, you know, critical smash, but he will have extended himself past his, you know. Yeah. Speaking of casting, everybody went up in arms one way or another because Robert Pattinson, and you and I talked about this before and nobody seemed to make a big deal about it at this time. <clears throat> but apparently the list to play the Batman is down to Robert Pattinson and Nick Holt with Robert Pattinson as the lead candidate. And I've heard that like all the movies he's been in post-Twilight, he actually is a really good actor. I've never seen any of them, but I've heard that he is he is talented and very diverse, I guess, or you know, has a wide range. What do you? What's your feeling, though? Um, you know, because he's been in Twilight. Are you just done? Like, no, don't want it. Yeah, you know, I, I try not to do that to people. Yeah. I try not to be like, oh, you know, that, that was so long ago. Who cares? But, uh, but I think there is value, like you had said, like the way Marvel cast people who embodied their characters. Yeah, you don't want to see somebody else play Batman who already has a. I I'm not bothered by his. Yeah, Candidates. you know, like, both of these guys, I've seen stuff with them in it. Yeah. But I don't really, like, I, you know, I'd never watched Twilight, really. Yeah, so, yeah, So, for me, it won't be an issue in that same regard. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it, not like if um, Daniel Craig or something right, suddenly right. became Batman. I mean. like, they'd be like, no, that's that's James Bond. That's yeah. not Batman. Like, what are we Robert doing Robert Downey Jr. is now Batman. Yeah, exactly. Like, then I would have huge issues. But but these guys, I don't really have that for either one of them. Um, I'll say neither one of them right now evokes... Excitement. 
thoughts of Batman or yeah. Bruce Wayne to me. I mean, maybe Robert a little more than Nick. Nick, I think Robert does have like a sophisticated look. Yeah, to yeah. Like he sort of looks like he's in money at least. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if he looks like the type that's gonna bust skulls and you know take down bad guys by night. Well, but, and the whole thing. I'm really hoping. You know, the rumor is that because this movie's been talked about forever now. Um, it's supposed to be a more detective, like noir style movie. Yeah, and, and I'm uh, super excited. That's what that. I mean. I think I they can so cast somebody that. who's um, obviously they have to be able to. You In know, fact, I, I just started be intimidating. I just started reading Batman Black Mirror. Have you ever read that one? I don't think so. That one's uh, the whole reason I'm reading it is because it's detective Batman, yeah. and it's actually with um, Dick as as Batman. It yeah. was like one of the last great Dick Batman stories before they threw that away um so yeah so i'm really interested right now i think i would go with robert over nick yeah nick just i don't even know who nick hole is have you ever seen um warm bodies no um i'm trying to think what else he he's he, he does not look like bruce no to me he <laughs> like, doesn't. at least when i think of his name he doesn't to me um like, I don't know what he looks like now. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, I don't know what either one of these guys look yeah. like now. Like, I haven't seen... That Warm Bodies, that was probably like 10 years ago, too, now. So, I don't know what either one of these guys are doing or yeah. what they look like now. But from what I remember them as, neither one of these guys... And I know he's supposed to be young Batman. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of wonder... Because Robert Pattinson is the one who's getting all the attention. I kind of wonder if they didn't leak this... Like it's basically done, but they wanted to leak it yeah, just to gauge a reaction. Yeah. See, I'll be interested because everybody's been terrified about like, this. Like, oh no, no, no! If these guys bulk up and stuff, like, what? Well, you know, that would change things, yeah, maybe. Because yeah. um, right now I'm thinking of them, and they're both really like kind of skinny guys, and uh, just not imposing in any way. Yeah. And so it's just hard for me to see like how are they going to make this guy Batman? Yeah. Like a, a believable Batman. And, you know, Robert's role was a little more Batman-ish in Twilight, He's I guess. a vampire, so... Yeah, something to do with the bat. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely go with him over Nick right now. Did you see this trailer for the his, his Dark Materials? No. So HBO has a new series. It's called His Dark Materials. I guess it's... Listen to this. It's a fantasy series based on a series of books that is not yet finished. No. Oh. Where have we heard this before? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And guess who one of the main characters is, is? Is their writer moving at the speed of a slug? Guess who one of the main characters is? The uh, guy who played Gior Mormont in oh, Game of Thrones. No, I, I'm I'm intrigued by the trailer. I don't I don't I know nothing else about it. I don't I, I know it's a must be pretty prominent book series because somebody's adapting it. But um, I just think to me like this is like it's clear like they're trying to like bait. Game of Thrones fans with a new yeah, yeah. series to hold people over. Hey, did you like that other series that crashed and burned because the books aren't done yet? Yeah. Well, have we got a we new got, series like, for right. you? Well, this baby... <laughs> hey, tapping the hood of the car. This baby can hold six seasons <laughs> before it goes off the cliff. So if this doesn't tell you that we're old, who wants to be a millionaire was still on. What? And I realized, I made a reference at work the other day to one of my employees who Is was, that like, your final I think, 20, 23. No, Would I Would you like I, to phone a friend? I said, yeah, use your phone a friend. And he, like, looked at me and he kind of, like, cocked his head. I'm like, he has no idea what I'm oh, talking God. about. <laughs> oh, God. Where but have we it gone? has finally been canceled. And now, uh, here it, was news. What? 
I was going to say is, um, you know, on the note of being old, is I was listening to music like the pop channel. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. And Terrible. A, I, yeah, it was terrible. But literally, like, every song, I'm just like... It's exactly who? the same. Well, every song, I'm just like, who is this? Yeah. Who is this? Yeah. Like, I don't know any of these people. I'm, I have this... I literally have no idea who's putting out music at a this window point. because Irma is nine years younger than me. Yeah. So she kind of keeps me up on some of it. But, I mean, and I tell... And she even agrees... I'm like, every single song on the radio right now is, for like the last two years, with the exception of like one or two, just bad. Like, yeah. there's no music at all. It's yeah, like, yeah. And, and, I don't know. Anyway, old men yelling at yep. this guy. The kids are rolling. Um, did you see the trailer at the end of Game yes. of Thrones? Are you excited? Did you like season two? Because you were a huge Westworld uh, fan, right? Season two was a letdown. You were a huge fan. Season two was definitely a letdown. Season two had season two to me was sort of like the Matrix two. <laughs> you know, like it's not like you, the birds. There, no, because the birds never. I don't. I don't think the birds had a sequel. Um, well, I want to fact check that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it was just such a it was it was a letdown. A I didn't watch the second season. It was a letdown. It didn't go where you thought it might go. For some reason, I watched the first season. I liked it. Yeah. And then I don't know when the second one came. I just had no interest. Yeah. In it. It's really hard to to put into words why the second season was bad. Yeah. Exactly. But it, yeah, it just could not keep up with the first season. Yeah. And I think maybe it was just you know when. The first season, you have all this promise, and you have all these possibilities. Yeah. And then the second season sort of strips that away because it brings things has to go in a direction. Yeah, like it has to explain some of the yeah. some of the mystery and mystique around the first yeah. season. And once you start to do that, it's just never as interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I gotta say though, I had no interest in season two. I didn't watch it. I really thought, well, I probably never go back to it. When this trailer focused on Aaron Paul who was played Jesse in Breaking Bad. Yeah. He he's one of the most underappreciated actors in Hollywood, I think. He's yeah. he, to me he's a top 5 actor in Hollywood. When I saw that he had joined the cast, I was instantly like I'm watching. I got to watch season 2. Like I got to catch up because yeah. I, I was just instantly intrigued. Like yeah. to, to me you're, he's you're that a, good of an you're actor. You're a huge Breaking Bad fan, so Well, and he's anywhere in a, he is, you're going to be. Well, he's he's in a show on Hulu that's about like uh and you've watched it? Uh, at least a couple of the seasons. <laughs> Not all of them. But it's about... Uh, it's about, like, a religion that very much becomes, uh, like, a cult, kind of. Yeah. So, I like the subject matter of that one, too. Yeah. Um, it was like Far Cry 5. Not as out there. It's it's more gra- much more grounded in reality. Yeah, yeah. But it's, a, it's, it's an interesting show. So... Uh, I mean, I liked how it sort of... It almost seems like it was resetting things. Yeah, and I think that was the and that was where I was going with this is that I liked how you, you sort of didn't know what you were looking at yeah. until the very end when you see Dol- yeah. Dolores, and um, and I think that was the intention yeah. was that you know like okay forget everything you know because right. we're going here's a great we're actor. out in the real world now but I got a feeling yeah. we're gonna find out the real world isn't actually the real world Who knows? I got a feeling that's gonna be the plot to us. Who knows. But, yeah, I mean, because I saw it, too. I was like, here's Aaron Paul. 
you know, actor that I really respect in a cool setting. Didn't know, you know, cool futuristic setting. And then it said Westworld. Yeah, and I was like, what? I literally said out loud, Westworld. Like, yeah. I had no idea it was coming. Yeah, and I think that was, I think they knew that two, season two yeah. was sort of poorly received. Yeah. And so now they're like, okay, well. Push the reset button. Yeah, like. Look, we got we we don't have any of the other cast. I mean, we just have this new guy, and yeah. and then you know we show you Dolores, so you know that hey, yeah. it's Westworld right. still, and um, and the way that it it's Westworld three, yeah, you know, like so they they went away from like season two, it's just Westworld three, and yeah. so so it does feel like they they're trying to sort of wash their hands of season two, yeah, just like, don't on. worry about it, yeah, 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 like this is something new, yeah, so. The time has come to have the probably the last Game of Thrones discussion For some time, of all anyway. time. Well, that's true, but I mean that's the question of the hour. How many fans are willing to go to the new series? Oh. Um, the time could not be better. For George R. R. Martin to, to come out and say, "Hey guys, guess what? Book six done is done. Yeah. It's going to be out in two months." That, and that's honestly, I sort of expected that. I expected like, okay, here's this TV finale. Um, you guys all hated it, so here's the real story. You yeah. know? Like, I'm yeah. going to give you the real story now. Um, it's it's just remarkable. Everything about season eight is remarkable in a bad, god awful way. Like the only episode that I liked, the only one was the second episode, which is the totally uneventful episode. That's just all the characters saying about yeah, yeah. talking. That was the only episode I liked the whole season. Yeah. Um, well, I liked the battle for Winterfell up until the end. Yeah, exactly. It's, and that's what I was going to say in hindsight on this season. I, there was a lot here that I liked and I agreed with. It just... So, it, I mean, it, it As, really was bittersweet. It was ironic that it like they were like, get ready because it's going to be bittersweet. And it well, really was... That's what George was, said. It, it really was bittersweet, but not in the sense that they thought it would no. be. Like, it was the fact that we had this great series, and all of a sudden they just like. I mean, all endings are bittersweet, right? Because it's the ending of something that hopefully you enjoy. Yeah, but not like this. Like this no. was bittersweet because you could tell they were throwing the series away just because Dan and whatever Dave. his name is didn't feel like making any more episodes. And and I text you like the amount of off scene develop or off yeah. camera. Yeah, we had to move at light speed. The stuff that supposedly happened, you can't... Like, they banked on, like, you know, Danny... Like, they were clearly trying to show, like, how conflicted John was about killing Danny because he loved her so much. Uh-huh. That relationship was never built up in a believable way. Yeah. So, it, it really... I don't think the audience bought it. Like, like oh, yeah, John's really conflicted. Well, it's certainly not going to Why is have, he conflicted? It's not going to have... We never saw it. It's not going to have an impact because it's like... It's like middle school kids that have been dating a week that's and what break I mean. up. And know, like they haven't been together for long. Who cares? It happened like literally between season seven and eight. They slept together in the finale of seven. Yeah. By the debut of season eight, they're full fledged in love. Yeah. So we never saw any of it. And then it. in the second episode or was it the second or third episode where he he reveals second. to her. Yeah. So like well, we've just been over. introduced to this couple and it's basically over. Well, we gotta break up because you're my aunt. And you know, like I said to you, like they kept making it a point to show John witnessing all this horror and her yeah. bad decisions, but yet they still were trying to make it hard for him to do this. And like the John Snow that I know, 
who has done the hard thing no matter what. Yeah. And he did in the end still. Yeah. This would have been one of his easier decisions. Like, yeah. he should have literally walked up there and just, like, screamed at her and just <laughs> ran her through. Like, you're insane. Like, get out of here. Exactly. But they pulled off her insanity arc so poorly oh. as well. Yeah, and that's the thing is I was thinking about it. And, like, they they went for the shock value. Like, oh, she's crazy. You know, she's actually the real villain in the story. And to me, it would have been much better if we had more seasons, obviously. Build it up. Yeah, like there's there can be a sense of dread when you when yes. you know somebody's like going the wrong way. Yeah. There can just be such a sense of dread. Like they they decided to go and they had no choice really, I guess. But they decided to go with like you know it was a snap instant because yeah. of all the bad stuff that had just happened to her. She went insane. That's but not it would, satisfying. No, it's it would have been much more satisfying to see her slowly start to lose touch with everybody else. Well, and, and the thing about... there would be a sense of dread to it because you knew about, it, would, it was happening. Especially the early seasons of Game of Thrones. Everything that happens, uh, you know, major character deaths or whatever, even though they are shocking and surprising, when you look back, there's always a clear path of the decisions that character made that led yeah. them there. And their character They're traits. earned. What? They're earned. Right. And like, that's why it's like, even, even though it's so earned. shocking, like you can look back and say like, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, it had to go that way. And like, and you know, I kept saying from the beginning and nobody wanted to listen to me. You know, there were seeds planted for Danny's madness all along. Yeah. I mean, she's a member of a Dothraki, you know, like that's where she came from. Her brother and her father were both absolutely insane you know all this literally everywhere she went she raped and pillaged and burned everywhere she went the whole series and like in this episode the speeches that she were giving were really just throwbacks to the speeches that she gave in early seasons yeah. we're gonna burn cities to the ground yes. and, and it's like well season and now everybody's like oh yeah this is so terrible how'd you not see that back then yeah you know what's funny is but they didn't they didn't do a good enough job like building that up they would like sprinkle something in there every now and then mm-hmm. like he burned you know Sam's uh, she burned yeah. Sam's yeah. family and then it's like kind of just move on and oh Danny's still good and yeah. you're still supposed to like her exactly and to get back to that point um, you mentioned to me earlier today that um, you, you wish you could hear like some interviews you know what they really thought yeah, and actors. I saw an interview with Daenerys with um Amelia Clark, yeah, and they they asked her a bunch of the questions yeah. about the final season, and she said that she found out that she her character was going insane two years ago. You yeah, know? so like probably right after season seven aired, yeah, almost, and she was shocked. Like yeah. she said, it really did hurt her to yeah. find out that that was the fate of her character. Yeah, so she herself didn't even realize like that was yeah. that was where I was going. That, that's how poorly. That the writers choreographed yeah. the stories that the people playing the parts didn't even but know. But she, she said, she did say, like, oh, I should have realized it a little bit because of, you know, like, there, there were some clues along the way yeah. that this was where I was going. Um, and I think this was the intention. I think this is how the book's going to play out. Yeah. Um, but more on that in a moment. Um, but it, it wasn't earned like the actual insanity part wasn't no. earned. It, it was unbelievable. Like the entire series, the way it was setting up her insanity, it was a slow drip. Yeah. And it should have been a slow drip straight up to the moment 
that John stabbed her. Instead, yeah. it was a slow drip, and then all of a sudden, like they, you know, for reasons that we From know, zero to hundred. For yeah, for reasons external to the story, they had to just oh okay now she's completely insane. Yeah, and like it was that you know it just didn't fit with the rest of the story because yeah. it was a slow burn, it was yeah. a slow drip, you yeah. know and. There was a certain sense of dread, like, hey, maybe she's the bad guy here. Yeah. And, um, and But I've always said that. Like, guys, you can't trust her. And like, she pointed, I mean, she pointed back to, like, season one, which, um, you know, when she gives the speech to the Dothraki yeah, and, yeah. and the Unsullied about, well, we, we, we burned them in their armored, their, their armored the suits, suits or whatever. Or the metal suits. Iron suits. And we broke down their, their stone houses. Yeah, yeah, houses. yeah, exactly. That is a direct reference to season one because Drago yeah. uh, promised her to do that. Yeah, when he, exactly. he said, "Well, we'll go across the sea. We'll we'll do that." So that was a callback to that. And so, like but, they did, they did plan. That's seats, been her but. right. They did, and I'm like, that's what I don't get. Is there's so many fans who's like, "Oh my god, she's so badass," and it's like, you realize that she's like just fire and blood. That's what she is. Yeah. You know, she's not gonna be a good ruler. They demonstrated it in Marine. She never was a good ruler in Marine. And I think that's when you look at her character arc, like that is what is wrong. It's like she basically conquered Essos. She yeah. freed slaves. She did some arguably good things there. Yeah. But she was still power hungry because she was owed. Yeah. She had to go back. She had to And I heard somebody sum it up beautifully when they said she's a conqueror she's not a ruler yes exactly and, and that was the whole point of marine well i think it's the show that she's Dar- a conqueror and not a ruler Dar- i think back in like season five dario tells her that exact thing he says you're a conqueror not a queen you're a khaleesi not a not a queen or whatever yeah and uh the, the show just executed these points so inconsistently yeah that it, like you her her descent into madness really should have become clear in season seven yeah. Like, it, it should have been, like... And yeah. That, like, all she did in Season 7 was burn the Tarleys. That, that really showed that maybe she was, like, going yeah. over the edge. Yeah. Um, everything else, they shoehorned into Season 8. Yeah, I mean, there should have been questions. In a six episodes. There really season. should have been questions for um, for John and, and Tyrion and, you know, everybody about, like, is she okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, in season seven, at least, if not yeah. season six. Yeah. And um, instead, they, you know, they just shoehorned it all into, like, basically one episode. Oh, by the way, she's crazy. And you know? not, even all that aside, like, that, I can almost forgive some of that stuff because the only thing is I feel robbed because oh, I, feel I wanted, I wanted this moment for so long. I always knew, you know, Danny can't be trusted. She's going to go insane. For a long time. So I, I was looking forward to the moment for so long that John was going to be forced to kill her. Yeah. Because I was, was going to... It was going to be a moment for me where I was going to be like, see, I was right, you know? And then just the way it all played out, though, I, did, I really felt nothing. No excitement, no sadness, just like... No, me neither. Okay. Yeah. And that was it. And, you know, you and I both said, like, this really... The way the final season went down, it was like just another TV show. Yeah. Like and it, it didn't used to be. I used to tell my like I used to try and get my dad to watch it. I knew my dad would like this kind of story because he, he likes the good guys winning. Yeah, yeah, you know he's he's from a different era. Yeah, and um, but John I used Wayne. to try. I used to always and I would always call it this. In fact, I call it that this to everybody. As I said, it's it's the best story ever told. You yeah. gotta watch it. You gotta watch yeah. it. And then for season eight to play out like this, it's like I feel stupid for telling people. Well, oh, this was the best and story ever. Really, what bothers me. 
Well, there's a lot that bothers me. But basically, all the fantasy elements, they completely punted on. All of it. When you think about it in the grand scheme, the White Walkers, they just don't just did away with them. Yeah. You know, the Lord of Light just did away with it. Uh, all of it. All of three-eyed it. All, all the prophecies. The Three-Eyed Raven. To me. To all me. the fantasy elements were just literally just like, throw it under the table and forget about it. Yeah. Like, just... But I don't Walk think away. I don't think it was supposed to be that. No, way. no way. I mean, no way. They okay, so they like they laid to use, seeds. Yeah, for all this stuff in the early season, they like to use um, fan like the fantasy elements, the magical elements, yeah. sparingly. Yeah, like that's a George R. R. Martin theme. Well, like, George uses it a lot. Though. Well, yeah, but he says you got to use it sparingly. Yeah. Like, if you ask him, he'll say, use this. Well, you don't want every character being resurrected. Yeah, I mean, you, you, like compare, you compare this to, like, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not even the same Yeah. Thing in terms of, like, yeah, the it's not Harry magical Potter. elements. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, he, he did say that he wanted prophecies to be sort of ugly and, and you know, not... You can interpret them multiple yeah, ways. Yeah, and, like, not all of it's going to happen. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be perfect. And, like, so you can see where... They went with the thinking on a lot of this, like. But I think they're just hiding behind that. That's the thing. It's like they didn't yeah, know where to exactly. go. Yeah, exactly. So in their minds, they're gonna say, "Well, you know, it's supposed to be unresolved. Exactly. It's supposed to be mysterious." And it, some it of felt it like is, it felt but, like they were using that as an excuse for yeah, some of the stuff right. they did. Where it was like, no, this wasn't what the story was supposed no. to be. You could tell this wasn't where it was all like the three-eyed raven. Yeah. That's supposed to have an explanation. That was an absolute I'm, joke. I think they should have referenced the Lord of Light a little more. I'm okay oh, you're with right. it ending. Lord of the Light, just a- ending. I'm okay with that plotline ending pretty mysteriously, though. Yeah. They didn't need to explain everything. No. But they should have talked about it more. You know, all of it. Even even on this this show, like they resurrected John. It almost never gets mentioned again. Like, oh, yeah. there's like two oh, times. Oh, he's different now. He's really different. No, he's not. Yeah. He's the exact same guy. Um, you know, and the White Walkers. So they, they defeat the White Walkers in the third episode, right? Nobody seems to care anywhere. Actually. It's never referenced again. I think, it's I think just the, like, well, done. See ya. I think the I think the thing that changed about John and Tyrion must have died and been resurrected too. Because <laughs> he lost all his intelligence. Yeah, they were both idiots for the rest of the series. Like they had no, like they could not see what was going on around them at any point, at any time. And I ever, think, ever. I think in the writers' minds, this was some stupid attempt to like, in their minds, they're like, see, our heroes aren't perfect, and it's like, well, yeah, George R. R. Martin's heroes aren't perfect either, but they're much more, yeah. Believable. Yeah, they're, like, they're, could be intelligent. You can be time. formidable and be flawed at the same time. God. You know, literally, they turned John into like the ultimate warrior. Like he could kill anybody yeah. with a sword, but he was just well, blockheaded. When you think about it, like most of the characters became two dimensional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they left them all right where they were at the end of book five. Yeah. Exactly. All of them. None like, of them. Tyrion kills his father, and then he's just an idiot. Yeah, like he he has no purpose. Well, just an like, idiot. hey, they they took they finally wised up Jamie, and then they sent him back to the Tommen, same. Tommen dies, and Cersei becomes evil, like crazy evil. Yep. and that's yep. it. Yeah, like, that was it. Yep. She was just bad woman number five. Yeah, and that was it. That was there was nothing left and the to thing, say about the her. thing about early Cersei. Her, her going full blown heel was fine because yeah, she'd been through insane amounts of. All of her children died. That's fine, but but they took all of her death away. Early yeah. early season Xerxes, and that's one thing I was thinking about today. Like the early season, and all of them, really. 
like as bad as this has ended story wise, I do want to give credit to so many of the actors and actresses that did. Yeah, in fact, know, I was thinking of like Cersei. Her early seasons, she was so great. Yeah, and so many of them. I uh, thought even it's, minor. It's characters. funny you say that because earlier today I was thinking, I was sitting there thinking, rather than just sitting here and complaining again for another hour, maybe we should go back and just talk about. What we actually like. Yeah, like, I do <laughs> you know, want to like give the good parts to all of the Just actors the good and actresses. Because pretty universally, um, you know, like, like a lot of people discussed uh, Alfie Allen, the guy who plays Theon, as being such a great actor on the show. And I think that's true. Yeah. But because he got stuck in the same spot for, like, four seasons, you yep. forget it. Yep. Same thing with Xerxes. You forget how good she was in those yeah. early seasons. And uh, everybody, the characters, you know, Ned, Rob, uh, Robert, all those characters, the actors and actresses did such a good, Catelyn, yeah. like they really embodied these characters. And that's what, just another reason that I feel robbed is because you had perfect casting and perfect performances and just a, sto- a story that just did not live up to the promise. Yeah. You know, I try and think of, like, what what could they have done for Cersei, really? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I mean, there, I'm sure there's something they could have done, but I, I, I do sort of understand her character, you know, going, like, full darkness and emo and whatever and just staying there. Yeah. Like, I get that because, like, her kids were her everything. Yeah. And once they're, once they're all gone, like, but here's, there's nothing left to again, her either. But here's the thing. Like, I'm almost positive... Cersei will die in the sixth book. Yeah. Because George can throw away characters like nothing. It doesn't matter. They're not on contracts. Yeah. They're not actors. They're actresses. Exactly. Um, you know, she has fallen from power. King's Landing is going to get seized by a character that's not even in the show. She's not going to come to power again. Yeah. Um, I think she'll be killed off. She's already, you know, she's done the walk of shame. That Her, her arc is going to end in shame. You know, like yeah. that's where it's supposed to end. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, with her, they threw her back up there, probably because of the strength of the actress and not introducing this other character, which I don't really blame them for. There's certain things they had to cut. Um, but. What do you think about the, the laziness of, like, the bottles and cups all of a sudden just everywhere? I think a lot of what they did, I think a lot of what they did. I don't want to give them a... I'm guessing what they were trying to do. I, I guess I am going to make an excuse for them. They really didn't want these episodes to get out and get spoiled. Mm-hmm. So I think very few people watched these episodes in advance. So there wasn't like, you know, giant crowds of people peer-reviewing these episodes and stuff like that. So I didn't notice it. Most people won't yeah, notice it. Yeah, I didn't it. notice it either, to be um, but when you have millions of people watching it, yeah, somebody's going to notice. Yeah. And I think that's probably what happened is that in an effort to prevent leaks, you know, basically not many people got to watch these episodes. But I don't, I don't remember, like, anything like this happening in any other season. Oh, no. And for it to happen in the final season. Twice. When everybody is really upset with the season. Anyway, Twice. And it just feels like you're rushing through it. Twice. And that's... that's you know, again, I text you about this this morning. John literally, Tyrion goes to jail. John kills Danny. The next, the very next thing we see 
are all the lords of Westeros gathered. How in God's name? There's nobody left in King's Landing. There's yeah. like you've got Tyrion in jail, John in jail. You've got Davos there still, but nobody cares about Davos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the Unsullied. The yeah. Unsullied would not have put John in jail. They would have killed him. Exactly. And that that to me was the biggest thing that they left out was once John what once John killed him? her. You know, first of all, Drogon should have killed him, but you know, even even allowing that weird oh well he's gonna burn the th- the throne instead that was because, so stupid because he understands the complete Apparently. political you know oh my god machinations so behind her death um, even if you even if you take that there's no way that the Ancelli don't just rush in and kill him instantly no, yeah. like, they would have. And they, and they knew they couldn't possibly explain how he, right so how they he left survived. it off screen so they just like oh and, forget it and you know so here are all the lords there's no way this is a show about like consequences and political yes. intrigue and stuff. So okay, they they realize that King's Landing is burnt down. At least one of these houses is gonna want to try to is gonna like try to win power. None of that happened. Mm-hmm. Like like one of them would be like, okay, I have an army. This is my chance, you know, to take power. That didn't happen. Uh, the North Sansa just, just decides, oh yeah, we're gonna go independent. Nobody cares. None of the other houses are, are like, well, if you're going to yeah. give it to them, I want it yeah. too. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Every single one votes yes for Bran. After, like, after, even Yara Greyjoy, for no reason. After all that talk about, oh, well, you know, it's not going to be a happy ending where the good guys triumph over the bad guys and everybody, you know, rides off yeah. in the sunset happily ever after. Uh, yeah, it was. That's kind of what it, happened. It really was because... <laughs> Sansa got to be, you know, queen of an independent north, which is what she wanted. Yeah. You know, uh, John gets to go back with the wildlings. Yeah, which is where he belongs. Yeah. Bronn got his castle. Tyrion's... Arya sails off on a ship again. Han, you know. Yeah. T- I thought... I thought... Yeah. It, it, Arya gets to be the adventure super assassin that she always wanted to be. Brienne is... Uh, it's literally... Queen, yeah, queen. she's... Got King's Guard. Yeah, um, a knight. Like literally, everybody got what they wanted in the end. The survivors. Yeah. Well, even the Hound. The Hound just wanted to kill his brother. Yeah. And he knew he was gonna die when he well, did that. Well, I don't think John really wanted any of this. Um, but in the wake of everything that happened, yeah, that's the best choice for him. You know. Um. I, I just the whole thing just. I literally watched... I told you even before the episode started. Like, to me, this whole season... Like, it felt like a... Just like I was doing my duty. Like, yeah, honestly, exactly. like... Like, and now my watch has ended. Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's over. I don't... I felt nothing. I should have... Like, this was my favorite TV series. Me too. Of it's all, my favorite fictional... Of all time. Uh, yes. This is like... The books. All whole, Star Wars. Everything yeah. to me. And we got down to the final episode... And literally, I wasn't anticipating. I didn't care at all. I wasn't. I like. I, I was just. You know, I looked at the clock. I was like, "Oh, it's nine o'clock. I better go." I think they made a massive mistake in doing two shortened final seasons. They made massive mistakes by killing off the White Walkers and. I think episode. they made a massive mistake stopping at season eight. It should have gone to ten seasons. They could. Well, George said it should have been thirteen. Should have been ten at least. And you know, HBO would have funded it. Yeah. This is a check to print money. And, you know, like, I keep thinking about stuff like, like, they literally didn't discuss the White Walkers at 
all. You know, like nobody asks Bran, the three-eyed raven. Yeah. You no, know, can they come back? Or what? Like, what's going yeah. on? You know, like no, they don't even reference them. It's like they killed them and they forgot about it. Them. It was like the degree that that everything was so convenient in yeah. the final episodes really killed Aria, everything about them. Arya says, "Oh, nobody knows what's west of uh, Westeros." Bran can see the whole freaking world. Ask him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll tell you. Exactly. Like Bran, yeah, the three-eyed raven essentially breaks. The story. The whole story, yeah. Um, and you know, somebody else mentioned that the th- last three-eyed raven lived for a thousand years. So is Bran going to sit on the freaking throne for a thousand years? Yeah, good years? point. Like, I didn't even think about that. Of course, they, they sort of glaze over all that. Of course, Tyrion also mentions that he's the three-eyed raven, as though everybody else knows what that means. should know what that means, even though he's never mentioned it to anybody Nobody. else. And, and how do you prove? Like, if I, if I if if somebody walks up to me and tells me that, I'm going to say, you're actually psychotic. I don't believe a word you're yeah. saying. yeah. Um, and Bran, why? He why did nothing the whole series. Literally, it was like they were like, "Okay, well, um, good idea. We just need somebody to sit on the throne. Good idea, guys. Um, whose character has no purpose? Uh, Bran, okay, your character has no purpose. Bran never okay. did anything. He never did. Yeah, he drove Hodor insane. To me, it is crystal clear. Like you will never convince me that there wasn't more to the Three Eyed Raven yeah. story. Yeah, absolutely. And the Night King story. Like I absolutely. think they, I think they were linked. They're intertwined. Yeah. yeah. And once they decided, okay, well, we we got to get rid of the Night King. That. We got to get rid of the Three Eyed Raven. You know, just the whole I Bran's power to me make no sense as well because. Not only does he seem to know the past, he seems to be all-knowing of what's to come. Yeah. He's sitting outside Winterfell when Jamie is coming. He seems to be able to, you know, everything. And if that's the case, doesn't that kind of destroy the whole point of being in power? Because that means that his personal choices will make no difference. Yeah. Or he, Or if... He seems to not realize that they can make a difference. And like, they never went into any of that. No, no. And because they couldn't. Because they would break the story. And, yeah, and like, I'm okay with some of that. It just, you know, I'm willing, if there's a satisfying story, I'm willing to overlook minor, like the Avengers. You know, people started questioning, well, the time travel rules weren't consistent. I don't care. No, like, it was a good story. Yeah. It was a great movie. I don't care. Like, yeah. it wasn't a giant flaw. Like sure, exactly. This like you would up. have to really sit there and really like map out yeah. what they said and how it worked. Yeah, and, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. Like I wouldn't have cared about the Drogon ending and it, like I like flying off into nowhere. I, yeah, and him burning the the chair, the the um, throne. Even though it makes no sense, I honestly wouldn't have cared about that. I wouldn't even care that they don't explain how John gets out of there yeah. alive. Yeah, with the Unsullied. <laughs> I could have let that go, but it's the entire season. Yes. And the fact that I know that they flushed huge parts of the story oh, totally. just straight down the toilet. Totally. So just so they could wrap it up. When I saw, I, I will give them credit for getting people like Edmure Tully and uh, Sweet Robin yeah. back yeah. for that final scene. I was shocked. Yeah. When I saw Edmure, I was like, no way. Yeah. Um, so I do give them credit for that. Um, but then they had like two other random guys just, just for all of it. Well, there's the new Prince of Doran, yeah. uh, Sweet Robin, that little kid, but he's yeah. like an adult now. Um, and yeah, some other mixtures. But yeah, I mean, overall, I I, I guess I'm hoping that the trailer for the prequel series just blows me away. Yeah. And that the sixth book comes out soon enough that I still care. See, I was going to start the books right after the TV series ended. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Because 
I don't want to read six out of seven books and then and have never to, have an and then have to wait ten years, maybe never get the last book. Like I don't want to do that. I, I think, literally don't I think do he'll that. get six out in the next year. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I am not confident we'll ever get the seventh book. Yeah, or I'm not confident we'll ever get it in a decade, even. So, I'm com- Yeah, I don't think we'll get it ever. I like. Yeah, but even if it comes out like a decade from now, yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to I've read this up to years six for books. Six book, yeah, and then have to wait an entire decade of my life just to finish the series. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So now I'm like, I don't even know. You what realize if you read the first book, you read it in 1993. Yeah, like I, I was honestly sitting there thinking about that because before the show, <laughs> I was up like, on 30 years. Before the show, I was thinking about this. I was contemplating, like, should I start? And then I had this thought, like, I might have to wait, like, seriously, about 10 years just to finish the story. Do I, do I want to do that? Yeah. And then I got thinking about, like, the people that have been reading it since, yeah. since the beginning. The 90s. Yeah, because I think it started in, like, 92. I think the first book was published in 93. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, those poor people. Like They've been theory crafting for 30 seriously, years. Seriously, think of all the people that must have died long before yeah, yeah. this, in the, in the, you know, before the books are ever finished. You know, like wondering, like, what the hell happened? You know, I, I guess my final thought will be this. I think I text this to you, is that these writers clearly, they, they ran away and they basically threw Game of Thrones under the bus and neglected it so they could run to Star Wars. Yeah. Not realizing that they had the new Star Wars. The new Wars Star That was my... In their hand. I literally and said this, that. this is what they will be known for. Yes. They will not be known for no their work what on they Star do. Wars. Yes. They will be known for this. This was the new Star Wars. And, you know, I can see, like, yeah, they're probably big Star Wars fanboys based on their age Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. But I'm like, did they not stop and think that, like, we have something that is not only on the same level, but can transcend Star Wars? Exactly. And they totally blew it. It just blows my mind. And, you know, it kind of blows my mind that HBO didn't didn't just bring on a different team. Yeah. Bring on a different team. Who cares? Like, yeah. bring on the team that we're going to handle the prequel for five seasons or three seasons. Like, why didn't they just say, like, we want to step away? Like, we'll do, like... Yeah, yeah. No, this is how we. Fought. Yeah, like we, five years ago. Just this is we wanna... well. I think. I don't know at what point they kind of decided. You know, I like I said. I think, I think the quality ago. in the show started to go down after five, when they decided that they wanted to do something else. I don't know when that was, but yeah, why couldn't they just? The, everybody in Hollywood would have been lining up to take over this yeah. show. Really? Yeah. And um, I'm amazed that they didn't decide to just try somebody. Well, and HBO even. They even originally offered him that that stupid or picked up that stupid Confederacy show. Yeah, just to try and keep him. Uh, and obviously, at that point, they didn't realize what a disaster they had on their hands. But in multiple ways, both with that show and the ending of this one. Yeah, because that show has since been canceled. I'm just amazed that they didn't have the foresight to like go, okay, um, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. So if it's going to be a disaster, we might as well try to fix it and have more episodes yeah yeah because even if it flames out at least you you know you at least i mean at least it, you try yeah and you know it would still even if it was total trash you would still have at least six million viewers no oh, yeah like well, every it, was, it was basically total trash yeah so but i mean you could have sustained it for like three walk, three more seasons the walking dead had like five consecutive like 
pretty bad seasons. And it was still one of the top rated shows on television. Yeah. I mean, you would have had millions and millions of viewers yeah. for, for seasons to come, no yeah. matter how trash it turned. Yeah. And I feel like this I'm is just a, amazed this they didn't, is a they didn't stain. go that direction. This is a stain on them. It's also a stain on HBO. Yeah. And uh, it really is. Like, I don't know how they could let this happen because. My my excitement for the prequel series went from yeah, up here to they damaged like, the brand. Here they had what well, I think George said five different spinoffs in consideration. Yeah, at this point, enormous it, damage. At this point, they better make sure that this prequel one that they are doing is a hit because if it's not, all those other series you're thinking about are dead on arrival. Yeah, I, I'm seriously I'm and you have a list in here. Fans start petition to remake the final season. Oh yeah. I'm seriously a believer that eventually we will get a remake of the entire series. Probably. 20 years from now. And it won't be called Game of Thrones. It'll be called The Song of Ice and Fire. And I believe that whenever it happens, and you're probably right, it'll probably be like 10, 20 years. I believe when it it does finally happen, though, like it'll be a much closer representation of the books. Can I also say, when they brought in the book named A Song of Ice and Fire, I I threw up. God, yes. That was... It's like, they keep... I don't know why they really did. They go, did like, these fourth on. wall breaking moments, yeah. And it's like you, in that moment, it really that to me was like where I was like, this is just another TV show. I, that was just such another. TV You've got Braun on the King's Council. Like, how did this happen? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Braun's sitting there, like, oh, nothing happened, you know. And, well, not only why would he be on the King? Who in their right mind? And, and I guess you could say Tyrion. You maybe wanted him there. But just, he is not somebody put on the King's Council. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Or even even worse, he's the master of coins. Yes, for no reason. I guess you can The guy spends money like crazy. He's, like, that was he's his He's got Highgarden, which has always been one of the richest, you know... Yeah, I know. ...houses. But, no. No. Yeah, why would Peter Baelish was originally master of coins because he was clever. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, but... Ron, like, wants money to spend money. Like, he's never been this no. great businessman. Right. They're, like, sort, setting themselves you know? up for failure, like, dysfunction. What? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Like, are you going to tell me that Braun, or Bran, the all-seeing, all-knowing, three-eyed yeah. raven, was like, yeah, let's put this guy on the yeah, council. And, I yeah, like in that. in charge of our money, too. Yeah, yeah. What? So, yeah, there was just so many. The king comes in and says, okay, I'm going to go work. Uh, I'm going to go look for Drogon. Entire, you guys can do everything else. I mean, final thought, the entire episode was just almost like anticlimactic. Yeah. I knew when they spent so long the beginning of the episode with Tyrion just walking around. Yeah. I knew. I was like, this episode's just... It's... it's he spent so long, literally. And I know, like, I get they're trying to show, like, the damage that was done and, like, the severity of it all. But it just went on forever. And I didn't feel any, like... Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, my God. I wasn't... Like, I had no sense of dread. It was just like... Yeah. Here's Tyrion walking around for 20 minutes. When when Jon stabs Daenerys, that should have been, like, one of the biggest... Oh, yeah. Holy F moments in the entire series. But you knew. But literally, my only thought when he did it was, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and... Okay, I, I, guess I text yeah. this to you as well. Somebody. I wanted to see somebody. Because they were all still moping around. I wanted to see either Tyrion or Jon just unleash on, on Danny. Like, you are not what you think you are. Yeah. You, like, you just literally killed however many 
innocent yeah. women and children. You're a psychopath. Tyrion just slightly alludes to that. And you then killed a city. Takes off yeah. his pen. And that's well, you it. burned the city. And I get so. they're supposed to be like traumatized and stuff, but like, where was the anger? You know, yeah. like where, where? Because like they got betrayed by her. Yeah. Nobody. Was Nobody upset even by mentioned that. that no. Like oh, by the like way. we loved you. Yeah. We put, we put everything into you, and this is what you did. Like John makes a quick reference to it. Tyrion sort of alludes to it by saying, "Well, you burned down the whole city," and that was it. Well, like, that, nobody... and then let's not mention it. Ugh, we're never going to end this. It's going to no. go forever. So, you know, they they vote to send John to the Wall or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, this must have taken 20 years because they rebuilt all of King's oh, Landing yeah. in the time that, yeah. that John leaves, what I assume would be like within a week. Yeah. And all of King's Landing seems to be normal. And again. the wall seemed pretty well off, too. And I was like, how, how did they even do that? Like, wasn't the wall destroyed? Wasn't that the whole point? <laughs> the whole thing. Well, that's the other thing. Other than a glorified prison now, without yeah. explaining what the White Walkers can they come back you know what is it there for yeah the wildlings are now part of normal society well they, they sort of they sort of lost over that and said um oh well we need a we still need a place for you know bastards and broken yeah. things yeah like that was their excuse like but, but oh that, we still need right. a place to send bad people so it's essentially a penal colony right I guess. what's the point like even though you know we're now friends with the wildlings that's what I mean so what are you defending against so, now so you have like yeah, we're, we're friends with the Wildlings, but we're going to send our worst people up there to yeah. hang out with you. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Oh, whatever. So bad. Yeah. All you right. know, and I would have been fine with John returning. Yeah, yeah. I think it's okay. It's just like... If it just had... None of it has or, any direction yeah. or context. And that... that consequence. Yeah, this is really the final thought. I was fine with a lot that happened. I just wasn't fine with how it happened. Right. Yeah. And that hurt. That yeah. hurt the most. It really did. So, for now, other than probably minor quips over the next 10 years of our lives about how bad this season was, God. we're done with Game of Thrones discussion. I feel like we're ending on a very depressed It note, is very but oh, Hopefully, you know, like you said, hopefully the prequel series comes and yeah. rescues us because... And I'm hoping that that's why they didn't want to explain a lot of this White Walker stuff, is they're going to leave it this other series, which I still think is a bad idea. It was but, a bad idea. But, oh well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've already learned. Turn it off. Turn it 